guys, I'm so excited for another week. So today we're going to talk about something really freaking fun. And that is this. I feel like I say that every single podcast I ever record. I'm like, this is going to be so fun. But as always, this is going to be so fun. And today we're talking about this. What happens to my wedding photographs after the wedding? So go ahead and get cozy because we're going to talk about the ins and outs of what you can expect after your wedding with your wedding photographs. Let's go. So before we get into this episode, the first thing I wanted to talk about was that every wedding photographer is different. And with this whole entire series that again is mostly for my website, but I also just put on um, podcast players because I have two podcasts right now and they're really fun. And I was like, oh, I'll just add this one to it too. This is just a cute limited series that is also on Spotify and Amazon, whatever, if you stumbled upon it. Um, it's really fun, but um, really it's creative for my website, for my brides. Any bride can listen to it, of course. I also think this would be helpful for any wedding photographer out there who is new. But when you are really learning, like when you are, sorry, went a little bit too far that way. When you are getting married, like there's so many questions about wedding photography because wedding photography is something that really lasts forever. And it's the thing that you have for the memories, you know, like everything is so amazing. It's so wonderful. And your photographs should capture that. So as always, remember that no wedding photographer is exactly the same. And this podcast is very skewed with my perspective. Never take like 100% what I say, unless you're my bride, as like the golden rule. Take it as this is my perspective and you should communicate with your photographer. So when working with your wedding photographer, it can sometimes be tempting to ask your married friends or engaged friends what happened with their photographs. And while that is a totally valid and fun and great discussion to have, know that not all wedding photographers are the same. Not all have the same schedule and not all have the same approach to editing or even how they deliver their photographs. There's a lot of rhetoric out there about how to pick the best wedding photographer for you. And I totally contribute to that discourse with this podcast and the blog post. But the most important thing to remember is this your wedding photographer will not operate exactly like other wedding photographers because we're all small businesses, basically just contract workers working for ourselves. And of course you can go through a, if you've gone through a larger company, that's different, but most wedding photographers just hang out by themselves. <laughs> There's lots of hanging out in our offices by ourselves. <laughs> and what's normal to one wedding photographer may not be normal to other photographers. An example of this is turnover because this is a very hotly debated subject within a lot of photography communities and from brides. Sometimes I'll see like TikToks where um, a bride is frustrated with wedding photographs or someone's talking about like, what can I expect? And then people will like chime in with their opinions, but it really doesn't matter what the opinions are because every photographer is different. So I'm going to address this kind of head on in the beginning of this episode. And that's this. So turnover is different for every wedding photographer. My weddings often take, and that's my Arkansas weddings or my travel weddings, no matter what kind of weddings they are, um, they often take three months for me to edit. Now, I know that sounds really long. <laughs> this isn't because I'm a slow editor or because I don't know what I'm doing. And I am kind of a slow editor, but that's my choice. It's because I hand edit everything, even brushing in sun. And because I like to give myself a breather between shooting and editing so I can edit things with a fre fresh perspective, sometimes it takes me a little bit longer. If someone posted about this on a forum though, there would definitely be photographers, like experienced wedding photographers who say they deliver their galleries within two weeks and that three months is too long to turn over a gallery. And that is totally fine. It is their perspective. 
My perspective though, is that two weeks is not enough time to let a gallery settle. And six months in is too long to let the gallery sit. As a longtime wedding photographer though, I know there are phenomenal photographers that deliver their gallery six months to a year out. And on the flip side, I've seen amazing like jaw-dropping images from people who deliver their galleries in under a month. I say this all of the time in my Year Photographer Mom podcast and my Print On Demand podcast, but there is no one right way to do anything. There are so many ways to accomplish things. And what is important when you're hiring a photographer, we talk about like what kind of photographs they like, what kind of photographs they create, like how you talk to them, things like that. Also, you need to ask questions about the back end or at least be comfortable that they know what they are doing because not every photographer is going to approach turnover the same way. And as a couple getting married, the best thing you can do is communicate with your photographer and get to know what's normal for them. It'll save you so many worries and answer so many of your what if questions. You've got this and your photographer should have it too. So remember guys that not every photographer does things the exact same way as other wedding photographers. So someone might get their images back in two weeks and you're like, wait, where are my images? And they're not, and they're delivered at your two month anniversary. But then on your contract, it says four months delivery. So there's so many different ways to approach wedding photography and just even seasons. Like sometimes photographers are really, really busy and sometimes they're not, or sometimes they're not very busy, but their family life is really busy. Again, most wedding photographers work for themselves and are basically contract workers working at different weddings and uh, figuring things out for themselves. So know that there is no one right way to do anything. And as long as your communication with your photographer is good, then you'll be happy with what happens after the wedding. So first question, will I get a sneak peek of my wedding photographs? Well, every wedding photographer's process varies. Again, I'll say that 15 times in this episode. After a wedding, most couples can expect to see a sneak peek fairly soon after a wedding takes place. This sneak can totally vary. Some photographers send one or two photographs like right off the bat. Some send a small gallery like in like a fancy gallery delivery with a handful of photos and some photographers send a full blog post with like dozens of images. But after your wedding, you'll most likely see photographs within the week. After your wedding, your photographer will have thousands of photographs to go through, like literally thousands. While I tend to overshoot at portrait sessions, I do not overshoot at weddings. I'm not sure why this is. I think it's something to do with the pace of weddings. So like because there's so much going on that the shooting rate I do at like engagement sessions isn't actually overshooting during a wedding. It's just like for a more standard portrait session because I can shoot really, really fast. And so that really isn't overshooting on a wedding day. And I don't come away with like a gobsmacking amount of images. Personally, like as a wedding photographer who is not a totally chronic overshooter, I have around 2,500 images to go through after an eight hour wedding. And that usually includes mine and my second shooters. And that's a ton, like 2,500 images is a ton, but that's nothing compared to my photographer friends who will come away with a wedding from 4,500, 5,000 images. I don't shoot that many during a wedding. Again, that's why like I kind of am a total overshooter for portrait sessions, but not for weddings. I think again, it's just the pace of how things move. Um, and when you get that many images, cause I've had that many images before, especially if it's like a 12 hour wedding or two day wedding, it can feel a little debilitating to even like sit down and go through those photographs because it's so many photographs. So occasionally a couple will ask me if the sneaks I send are my favorite photographs of the day. 
Sometimes they totally are. Like I'll find a photograph that sticks out to me and I love it and it's my favorite for years on end. Sometimes though, they're not. <laughs> they're just what caught my eye when I was going through the thousands of photographs I took the day before. Sometimes that can, or it can be like, okay, well I want to send a photograph of this moment and this moment and this moment and I just grab one of those. Sometimes they end up being my least favorite photograph from that set of photographs. It was just the first one I noticed. And sometimes it's like an image that I cherish for years and years and years. Um, not I don't cherish all my images, but you know, what I mean like one of those like like favorites for years and years and years so yeah do all wedding photographers deliver the same amount of photos this is a common question like how many photographs will I get no (laughs) every wedding photographer will have a different approach to how many photographs they deliver personally I have a really relaxed approach about this I delete everything that's unflattering so that would be like eyes half closed weird expressions of portrait photographers have you all seen that photograph of Beyonce dancing that was huge like 10 years ago where there's like this stunning photograph of her one second and so beautiful and amazing and powerful on the next it's just like she's making like the most intense face and like you know like her arms are going crazy stuff like that and it's like really unflattering so it was a meme forever ago um about you know not getting every single photograph in a gallery that's what I'm talking about when I'm talking about unflattering just like not super cute no one really needs to see it and of course sometimes like I'll send a funny photograph like of a weird expression because it's funny but that's different that's not like for portraits usually (laughs) so I'll delete anything unflattering weird expressions things like that or something that's overly repetitive so like I might take five photographs of a hug but deliver only one or two no one needs five photographs of one hug especially when there's 20 hugs being given out and personally I think extremely large galleries can be overwhelming to view and pick favorites for the couple and the couple's family I try to deliver really healthy sized galleries like I love a good gallery while also discouraging analysis paralysis (laughs) I want my couples and their families again to be able to easily view their gallery so I love to craft mine in a way to tell a story as best as possible I think this is so fun it's something I really cherish about wedding photography because I want my wedding photographs to feel like the day of the wedding like I love that I love that just like gut punch of emotion and fun and creativity and just like feeling like you step into the images so sometimes that's you know it's totally up to what your photographer is going to create for me I like lots of fun lots of chaos lots of in-between moments and so those are really really important to me but if I'm getting an in-between moment I don't need 20 photographs of that in-between moment like that's 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 not that's not the vibe. That's too much um, content for anyone to really set, like sift through. And then they're so it's so easy to become overly picky about those photographs. Um, and so like, because it's hard, like, one thing that as a wedding photographer can be hard to explain to people who don't do photography is like, if you take a photograph and then someone moves an inch and you also move an inch, that can completely change what the sun looks like. And that can make it so like, it's really hard to make things consistent, especially if you really embrace the environment of shooting on a location. And so it can take a while to harness that and make it consistent, or it won't just be totally consistent. And that's fine too. But it's really about the vibe that your wedding photographer create. So I love happy, creative, funny, punchy photographs. I love photographs that make you feel happy. That's what I want to make. That's what I want to create. And I want to feel like you've stepped into that wedding day. Like I love to say I create photographs so happy your grandkids will frame them. That is my vibe when I photograph a wedding, but I'm 37 years old. So I have a lot of a different perspective than I had when I was 24 in shooting weddings. With 24, it was much more like probably whimsical. (laughs) And like, I liked fun stuff, but much more like, romantic and like 
that was kind of like what I was striving for more then. And yes, those things are still important to me. But now like my kids are older, I'm older, and I really love just like the excitement and celebration of a wedding day. And I've always liked that, but I've liked it more the older I've gotten and the more hammered out my style has become. So next question, how long will it take to get my wedding photographs back? We talked about this in the intro a little bit because it's so different from other photographers, but I wanted to, or for other photographers, but I wanted to address it like kind of within the questions as well. And that, again, totally depends on the photographer. My weddings typically take three months to process, but it can be very, it can really vary based on the time of the year, what other work I have going on, my family schedule, and even something as simple as a wedding venue. Some weddings are really easy to edit. Others take more time. Because of that, I like to always have a built-in buffer to my editing time so that if a wedding takes longer for me than I anticipated, it still falls in the expected delivery range. So something about this is what I do is I typically will... Um, there's a couple ways I do it. <laughs> when I post, I don't post on social media a lot anymore, but when I was pretty heavy on social media, I would tell my couples that when they saw, like I do a sneak peek for them early on. And then like a month or two later, they'd see another one of their images pop up. And that was like the sign that I started like going through their gallery more. That's not how I do it anymore because I don't usually really use social media that much comparatively to how much I shoot. But what I do is um, <laughs> I will email people an ETA and I'll be like, this is the ETA. It might be a little bit before, a little bit after. And then if it's going to be after, I email them. If it's before, I just deliver the photographs. If it's after, I'll be like, hey, it's going to be a little bit longer. Sometimes I've had a couple of times in my career where I've had to extend it like the day of because like a reception was really hard to edit or something um, that just took me longer than anticipated. But usually my clients know the ETA of when they're going to get their photographs. And I'm trying to be as transparent as possible with them about that delivery. And because I edit individually, sometimes my editing for one wedding will take longer than another. And that's how most wedding photographers are, is that it's not like, like, because wedding photography is a creative job and it's an art form, you can't always be like, oh, this will take me an hour to get this project out. You might think it will take an hour and then you get into it and it ends up taking you five hours. You just, you don't know. Like sometimes it's just, you run into unexpected things. So, all right, we're going to go through a couple more questions. Like this is a really fun episode again, because I love the creative process of creating full galleries and having a lot of fun with that. And so that next question is this, what do most photographers edit? As you can tell, the theme of this podcast today is it varies by photographer. Personally, I love like realistic photographs. So I have like um, very strong opinions about like um, changing bodies, <laughs> things like that. Of course, I'll take things out like a zit, but um, I love to really embrace light and make everything feel really dreamy. So for me, I will enhance environments a little bit to have that cozy feel. Now, I don't always do that. A lot of times how I shoot, I get like really fun sun flares and like things that like that that bring in color. But for me, I like to have my colors, my colors to be very peppy and very fun and like attention grabbing. That's really important to me. And so I create those as I edit. So I individually edit every single photograph. There's something that some photographers do where they just apply a preset to photographs and then double check the exposure. That's not what I do. I go in and I do brushes to every photograph. Think of it like painting on top of the photograph to make it look just the best that it can. I want to be really fine tuned, really beautiful and have that punchy vibe, but also look like it could be in a magazine at the same time. 
So yeah, it's so fun. I love it. Just talk to your photographer about what they edit if it's something you have questions about. So again, personally, I have very strong feelings about not changing people's bodies or really using AI for anything, but other photographers will definitely do that. And some photographers absolutely love using AI to like, you know, add extra roses or something somewhere. All right. <laughs> Next question. Will my photographer share my wedding photographs and also, can I share my wedding photographs? Most wedding photographers are going to share your images at some point. So I have a unique experience where I photo like have not really been on social media the past couple years and really just wasn't really posting a lot, period. I just kind of stopped during the pandemic and didn't pick it up afterwards. <laughs> it was also because I decided to build up a couple of Etsy shops and that one I was posting so much. Like I have thousands of listings on Etsy of like stock photographs and like funny animal t-shirts <laughs> that I was doing as a side project. And uh, because I was posting those so much, I really didn't post on social media. So usually, yes, for a normal working photographer, they're going to post your images on social media. That said, they might not. And the reason that they might not is like they might just be really busy and have not posted it. It's easy to take things like that personally, but there have definitely been times where I loved a session, loved a wedding, and I didn't post it. The last thing I would ever want in that situation is for the bride or groom or the groom and groom or the bride and bride to feel uncomfortable and that like I didn't post them for a reason. I have never done that. I would love to post my couples as much as possible. It's just part of it. And photographers will post their images to like that's their advertising. So sometimes people don't want to be posted on social media. And if that's the case, you're going to have to talk with your photographer about that. Some photographers will be fine with that. Some will charge a fee and some will just not take your wedding if they will not, if they cannot post the photographs. That's not because, um, it's, it's, it's kind of a weird thing because like, yes, like it is somebody else's wedding, but also like when you are a wedding photographer, you need to be able to share your work. And so it's kind of a hybrid of those two things. And, you know, I've had a couple of people in my life or in my photography career who didn't want their images posted and that's not a big deal, but it would be a big deal if like no one ever wanted their wedding photographs posted. Personally, I love a share. I love to like brag about my couples. <laughs> <laughs> talk about how amazing they are. Um, but again, as someone who the past couple years hasn't been posting as much, you know, I think in some ways, a lot of time, like posting is more fun than not posting. So it's something I'm excited to do going forward because you get to celebrate your couple a little bit more. And yes, like all wedding photo, all wedding photographers out there, all wedding vendors want you to share those wedding photographs. So absolutely share them. Um, wedding photographers don't really want you to add filters. <laughs> They don't want you to add filters. They don't want you to um, not tag them. If you feel like you're being annoyed by constantly like posting your wedding photographs and tagging your photographer, they are not going to be annoyed. Trust me. I love it when I see a share because I can see what people love in their photographs. Like I can see their reactions. I can see their favorites. I love seeing favorites. I'm all about sharing those photographs. So yes, your photographer is going to share your photographs, whether that's through a blog or an Instagram or a TikTok. And you should totally be able to share your photographs too. It's so freaking fun. All right, last thing we're gonna talk about today is how long will my wedding photographs be available? So this is going to vary by photographers. Again, that's the whole vibe of this post. Um, but what I love about that is that most photographers now, it used to be USBs when I started. Actually, I'm so old that used to be CDs. <laughs> and then it, 
like I used to get these like really like luxe CD cases with like prints on the front and you'd open them and it was like a multi-disc thing oh my gosh like it's so funny with like like printed it, like they were so fancy so freaking fancy so so nice but then moved to USBs I have custom USBs and I still do USBs for weddings occasionally but honestly I'm mostly just a digital download because nobody really wants the USBs like they used to um I have it as an option on there because some people like to have a physical storage but my galleries I keep them up for basically indefinite um my contracts most wedding contracts are going to say a year but most photographers will keep storing their stuff however they're not they don't have to after the amount that they say in your contract um so I would just make sure you have your photographs backed up more than once I recommend downloading them and then Save them to your computer, saving them to an extra external hard drive, and just having them like on both of your laptops, both places, and definitely uploading them somewhere like um, to any online hosting platform you have for your backups, whether even that's something like Google Photos or Amazon Photos. Um, it's really helpful to have those in different places. Personally, I have lots of storage things going on at once. I store my photographs in three different places, two online, one on and two on hard drives so i have lots it's four it's four <laughs> um i am very like i've got real for real ocds <laughs> so i am very like intentional about where my images go because i want them to stay safe all right guys this is such a fun episode and always at the end of this i just want you to remember to communicate with your photographer whether that's me or someone in i don't know phoenix arizona like talk to them like really like know their policies if it's something that you stress about at all know that your wedding photographer if they're experienced they are used to this they've got their system down they want to create amazing photographs for you they want you to have an incredible experience and they're just excited to photograph your wedding day it is the most fun job i absolutely love it it's a blast every wedding photographer i know who's done it for a long time absolutely loves it because if they didn't they would have stopped shooting weddings <laughs> It is so fun. Let your photographer have some room to just create the images they want to create and just have so much fun in this excitement of this time where you have the wedding over, but you don't have the wedding photographs finished yet. It's going to be so fun to look at that gallery. You're going to have a freaking blast and I will talk to you next week. Bye guys. Oh.